Welcome to the Loud Thinker Podcast, hosted by the Loud Thinker. That's me. Here you will listen to conversation from a Black, opinionated woman, which makes me above. Conversations will range from highly inflammatory topics such as politics, race, current events, you name it. What you will get are my thoughts, my opinions, my feelings, because I am free from groupthink. So get comfy and enjoy the Loud Thinker experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Thinker. I am your host, The Loud Thinker, also known as Bo. So today's episode is going to be titled Blacks in STEM, and it's about essentials for surviving in the workplace. So I, I decided to make May the month where I talked about STEM stuff, I guess. Um, many of you know by now that I am an engineer and I just wanted to like focus on my, um, engineers, uh, or, and and scientists and mathematicians. Um, so May is typically the month where people are graduating from, from school sometime, you know, in May. So what I wanted to do, we just talk about seven little things that I think, um, that's not talked about in school, but it's one of those things that you, you need to know about. Hopefully this won't take too long. So I'm going to try to keep this brief, but I wanted my stemmers out there to get this information. So number one, I just want to let you know, you're going to be interviewing. So right about now, um, you know, most of what you're doing is you probably already have a position or you're on the verge of securing a position. Many of you may have had like co-ops and and internships and all that kind of stuff. But for those of you who have not secured a position um, right now, you're going to be out there. You're looking for a job. So one of the things I want to let you know is sometimes when you're getting the interview, it's not really based on your skills. Like you're going to be out there interviewing. And I mean, if you're first coming out of school, you probably don't even care. The main thing is to understand is oftentimes these interviews are not necessarily based on your skills. They may be looking to fulfill a quota of uh, minorities or women or whatever. So, and and that's not necessarily bad. Um, Sometimes the interview rejection is not necessarily based on your skills. So I know it seems like I'm contradicting myself, but right now you can start interviewing. And and there's a lot of games that's played out here. So I just wanted to let you know that interview that you're getting may or may not necessarily be based off of your skill set. Oftentimes there's nepotism involved. So like if they want to, if a company wants to hire someone like their friend's child or their child or whatever, sometimes you won't get that job, not because you're not skilled. It's simply because you don't have the right bloodline. Or you may get that job simply because you have the right color or the right gender. Okay. So like I said, the interview wasn't necessarily based on your skill set. And it's not necessarily that it's not based on your skill set. seems like a whole lot of words in there, but I just wanted to give you an idea so that you're not taking it personal. You cannot take these interviews personal. Okay. And like I said, if you get the position, congratulations, it's a good thing. But sometimes it's literally just, hey, I got to put a button seat. All right. Number two, 
as a blackity black black, you need to catch this if you don't catch anything else. We take the jobs no one wants. Okay. So when you get into your position, one of the things you need to understand is oftentimes there are tasks that no one wants to do, but the blackity black black sometimes will do it. Now, these tasks aren't necessarily bad. It's just that as you become more seasoned, they're just jobs people don't want to do. One of those jobs, for example, is oftentimes they um, will have somebody document something, create a plan or whatever. No one likes doing it. But let me tell you this. Those jobs, such as like the documentation jobs, those are some of the positions when you're doing the documentation on top of all of your other duties, you learn a lot. It forces you to become organized. You understand um, how things are supposed to work. You understand uh, schedules, all kinds of stuff. You will learn a lot. Sometimes in your career, you're going to be forced to manage people that you don't want to manage. Like you may have to go to an organization or some section in a company or a team that is hostile. For some reasons, they like to give it to the blackity black blacks. They don't like to give them the easy ones to manage. Everyone else gets those. So I just want to make sure you're aware that we're going to take the jobs that no one wants. Number three, we have to be two times better three times better. When you, um, I, I, like I said, I have this book that's coming out. I I've written about it in a book, but honestly, you have to know your job. You need to be good at your job because honestly, you just have to be twice as good just to be at parity. You can be a rocket scientist, but you know, sometimes people just don't care. They, you know, they see your gender or they see your race and For whatever reasons, there's instant doubt. Just know you need to be twice as good. Number four, I don't know why people think that scientists and engineers are not sexual people, but they can be sexist and misogynist. They will look at women like other men, like they have the same working parts and they will look at women like, you know... (laughs) dinner. And and basically what I'm saying is they will, they still see you. They still see women as sexual beings. Also times are changing. It's not totally as bad, but oftentimes they will still look at women as the ones who need to take the meeting notes. Um, When you get into your positions, you will probably see that most of the people taking notes are women. They can all have the same set of duties, the same jobs, but for whatever reasons, it's they, they like to have women take notes because they're just so much better at it. <laughs> All right. Number five, mentorship and sponsorship are a must. If you want to get anywhere in your career, it is important to have mentors and it is important to have sponsors. Mentors are the people who help skill you. Okay. They help you. They help guide you in your career. They, they, they help you figure out what tools you might want to learn or what best practices you should be learning. Um, that's the things that a mentor will do. They provide guidance. A sponsor is the one who's going to help promote you. You know, um, one of the things that they do is they, they are the ones who advocate for you. They are the ones that are behind the scenes when you don't know when people are working on your behalf. They are the ones who help you get access. Okay. So that was the fifth thing. Number six, you are going to always be learning. Be prepared to always learn. You know, 
in career, in whatever discipline you're going to go into, um, you're going to be learning some sort of practice, some sort of best practice. Best practices change all the time. The good thing about um, whatever you are graduating in or studying at this point in time is your discipline will allow for you to adapt and pivot because much of what you're going to learn, even when you graduate, it's all repackaged up in different languages or like just a different language, just a prettier bow. Okay. The main thing is you're going to always need to learn best practices. You're going to need to learn whatever the new jargon is at that point in time. Okay. So it is not that big of a deal, but once you start to learn something like, especially like within your studies, much of it becomes, I don't want to say it's boilerplate, but you learn how to adapt and gain these new skills. But sometimes you're going to have to go home and read on your own. Occasionally you're going to have to study to get a certification. It's really important to know that you will have to always learn something new. So when you graduate from college or whatever it is that you're studying, understand this. Whatever technology that you have learned, once you get into industry, just know you're basically going to be, I don't want to say you're like out of date, but you're pretty much going to be out of date because industry does not move on a dime like maybe college can, right? Because now you got schedules and, and money involved and there's all this investment into whatever it is that you're doing. And finally, number seven, I say entire life cycle experience is key. You should not be focused on just one portion of the life cycle that you are in. So you might be on the back end of a life cycle, but you know, at some point in your career, you're going to want to move more towards the front end. Maybe look, look, look at something in relation to like the requirements that are involved to, to achieve whatever it is that you're trying to do or the design or the architecture or whatever it is. Now, granted, I'm speaking like a systems engineer, right? Even though I studied material science engineering, in my current position, I'm working uh, systems engineering. You're going to need to know your whole life cycle at some point. And I say this because as you get up in your career, as you, you know, progress in your career, they're going, to, they're going to want to know that you understand how does this all work? You know, how does this relate to this? How does this relate to resources? Do you understand how this may translate? Like, how do the capabilities uh, translate? Don't pigeonhole yourself into one section. Some people just like working the like maintenance side or operation side. And those things aren't bad, but you do want to have experience because like I said, you know, in this industry, things change or in any industry, things change all the time. You want to be able to pivot. So if they're leaning heavy on the front end, you know, sometimes um, industries might really, really want a certain type of thing. You want to be able to pivot into those kinds of positions for a period of time. You want to have access to that. But if you go years and years and years and years and years doing one thing, it's like you don't have um, breadth of knowledge. All you have is depth. They're going to want to see that you've um, challenged yourself, but they're going to want to see that you've gotten a level of expertise too. All right. So, all right, that's the quick wrap up. There's seven things, and you know, I go into more detail in the book, but look, number one, the interview isn't necessarily based on your skills. Number two, we take the jobs that no one wants. Number three, we have to be two times better, maybe three times better. Number four, stemmers can be sexist and misogynist. Number five, mentorship and sponsorship are an absolute must. 
Number six, you're always going to be learning uh, best practices. And number seven, you need to learn the entire life cycle at some point. So look, I'm looking forward to sharing this book with you guys. You guys can check it out. Um, you should just go to the loudthinkers.com, go to the shop section. There should be something there where you can just go ahead and download it. There's going to be a whole package where you actually get like my personal story and an unreleased podcast. Um, there's some additional information I shared in that podcast. You're going to get my whole little personal story in that, that unreleased podcast along with the ebook, or you can just find it on Amazon. Anyway, the book is called Blacks in STEM, Essentials for Surviving in the Workplace. Make sure you grab your copy. It's not, copy. It's not that expensive. Um, yes. And hopefully you guys have had an opportunity to take a look at my new website. It's coming along. Um, the other one, I had to just get rid of it. It was really a hot mess, but I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at theloudthinkers.com. I'm sorry. I'm at theloudthinkers. And my website is theloudthinker.com. I hope to hear from you. I welcome to hear your feedback. My email is chatusup at theloudthinker.com. And look, guys, don't be a stranger. I just want to say congratulations to everyone out there. It's a really exciting time to get started in your career. Grab a copy of this book. Take care, guys. That's it, my fellow thinkers. Thanks for tuning in to the Loud Thinker podcast. Whether good or bad takes, one thing is certain, they are my takes. Remember, I am free from groupthink, and something tells me you are too. If you want to hear more from me, my Twitter and Instagram handles are the Loud Thinkers with an S. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.